Hey, do you want to see my butt? Yes. Do you see how fucked up my butt is? Wait, how fucked up it is? <gasps> oh my gosh. That's what functional therapy will do for you. Dude, so I just came back from my massage. And let me tell you, if y'all are getting massages and you come back zen, you're getting a wrong massage. Like massages, I almost dread as much as a fucking leg day. Because like- I Look, I don't even call them massages. Mm-mm. Call it therapy. It's pain. it's pain. It's just pain. It's body work. But no, he was getting in there and we did cupping and stuff. I cry. Cup <laughs> this. I'm not going to say that word on here. <laughs> we all know. We all know. But how are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm doing really good. Um, I Today we're just shooting the shit, y'all. So just know that. Um, I'm doing really well. I am finishing up a growth phase. So I'm like the heavy, literally the heaviest I've ever been in my life. But I'm all, I also look the best I've ever looked in there my life. There you go. So. Yeah, but that waist yeah. stayed snatched though. Dude. Okay. So for those of you that don't follow me on Instagram to see the progress, one you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) My last growth phase, I, I capped my waist at like 28 inches and it really like started growing as I was growing. Like it did not stay. We, and you know, sometimes that happens. Like you can't expect that your waist is just going to stay shrink because food volume, more water, shit like that. Um, but this time for some reason it stayed super small. Like it's, I started at 24 inches when I started this growth phase and it's now at 24.5, which is basically just food volume. Like it's basically just water and food volume. There's no way that like that little half of an inch is like any, really any body fat. Cause my stomach feels the same. It literally feels the same as it did when I first started. Um, and I've, I'm heavier than I was before. So my last growth phase, I was 125 when I capped. And this time I'm actually a little bit heavier than I was a couple of days ago. I'm like almost 129 at this point. So I'll probably hit 130 before we pull back. Um, so that's, that's been really cool. Um, also running a cycle. So that's that, like it's, I've never ran a cycle like this before. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, um, did I don't- you push food as high as your last growth phase? Is it higher oh, or no, it's, it's lower. Yeah. And that's what we wanted it. I mean, that's an, this is another case where it's like, you learn yourself through your time, uh, bodybuilding. So like we found that, yes, I can take in more food. Um, but it doesn't always benefit me digestion, digestion wise and wellness wise. So he instead is only having me do two high days instead of like, which my high days are basically my regular days, my last growth phase. So I'm really not pushing like a ton of food and I'm growing really, really rapidly and really well. So I'm super happy about that. Um, it's the first, like, I really actually feel like I'm a figure competitor. I'm a bodybuilder. So that really makes me excited because it took three years of, I think this is my fourth growth phase with Mark. Um, and I'll have one more before we do a contest prep next year. So it'll be five growth phases. For those of you that don't know how long this shit takes to like get to another division, to jump a division, it took five growth phases. It, it will take five growth phases. Mm-hmm. Two were natural and three will be enhanced. Mm-hmm. So just so you all have like some realistic expectations of what it might take. Yes. So, Amen. Amen. And amen. No, I love that for you. I really do. And I think 
that's also really important to talk about in terms of like when you are actually pushing for growth, whether natty or enhanced, like more food is not always necessarily better, especially when it comes to waste control. So like it doesn't mean to eat like a jackass and doesn't mean you need to eat like a monster amount. Like she's eating, yes, a, a good amount of food to grow, but they're not like pushing the boundaries of, you know, getting just all this food because that's going to have consequences too, not only from a digestive standpoint, but then just overall like inflammation as well. So oh, yeah. that's really cool that you were so, able to like get a new high, but look just eons better because you guys didn't just push the envelope with food. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that I think that I might've had some gut dysbiosis going on back then that I didn't know was present. Um, it showed up in my skin a lot later. Um, and so that might have been contributing to some of the inflammation that I was feeling in my gut. So it kind of distended my waist a little bit more. Um, but once I got that taken care of, to be honest with you, I started, I got that taken care of during a mini cut. And then I found that I was losing body fat a lot faster. And when I started growing, it was like super rapid, um, and my waist stayed controlled. So yeah, get your health together. Um, don't ignore things. <laughs> Cause I was. I was definitely, I mean, I didn't grant it. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know that it was that serious until it started showing up in my skin. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like, I think I have some gut issues going on. And so we took care of that and then I was fine. So just, uh, I guess pay more attention is what I would say. Cause I have a tendency to put my protocols over everything. Um, and I'll, I won't take a step back and be like, Oh, like that's going on. I should probably take care of that. Like if it gets in the way of me getting my food in, I'm like, no, never mind. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, you know, even coaches have issues too. So I'm slowly growing out of that because that takes maturity and time, uh, you know, as a competitor. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. As far as things on my end, I'm still in a health phase. We're down about 14 pounds. I think my heaviest was 154. And now I'm like riding like high to medium one forties. And I'm feeling really good there. Um, really glad about that. Cause I unfortunately do have to push like a decent amount of food. Like usually my carbs are about 400 and then fats like 80 to 90. So it's, it's a good amount. And it's fun for the first like month. Cause then you're eating sushi and shit. And then you're like, wow, I fucking hate food. And it's not always fun. Um, but pals right now are like 1900 on my rest days and training days are 2100 and I'm still not hungry, which I'm very thankful for. Cause that's a really decent like food drop. Cause I was pushing around 2,600 to 3000 calories a day, which just is a lot just mentally. And then all obviously physically. Um, so no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. And getting things fixed with like my hips with (laughs) massage therapy. And then also with my physical therapist is really good. Training's in a really good spot. Um, my gym is moving. And so they're going from, I don't know, I don't know the current square footage, but the facility that they're moving into is going to be 25,000 square feet. So it's going to be like a fucking facility. And I'm really excited about that. Trying out with toys. It's going to be a fucking facility. It's not just going to be a building. It's going to be a facility. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pumped. Yeah. That sounds really awesome. How long is it going to take for them to like transfer everything over? So are they going to close? Are they going to close? They have to. 
they're trying not to. So what they're going to try to do is I, I'm volunteering as tribute to help out because listen, if we can move yeah. all that shit in one day and I don't have to miss like a week of training and get like some bullshit planet fitness membership, like I want to make it happen because this facility is going to be dope. So You're like, you help me, I'll help you. <laughs> like- exactly. 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 Yeah. He's, a, he's like a connoisseur. Like he collects like pieces of gym equipment, like he's like a sommelier only for gym equipment. Like he is so picky and I love it. Like I love that attention to detail because this is his hobby. This is something that he cares deeply about. And you can tell that it relates to the type of clientele he attracts. Cause if you're a piece of shit person, you're not going to last long in this membership gym. Like mm-hmm. you'll leave, you'll leave. Cause you just don't get it. You don't get it. I saw actually a gym post and blast someone uh, on their cameras for not re-racking their weights like <laughs> and I was like oh fuck like that's kind of a good idea I'm not gonna lie because it would keep people accountable yep. um to know that like people they actually care like that like mm-hmm. if you track your weights or not so yeah yeah like, Jeremy- I feel like I feel like it's disres- like if I walk away from a machine at comp bodies because I respect the place so much like and I don't re-rack I'm just like oh my goodness. Like, are you sure you don't want me to put that away? Like, it's just like, it, cause you know, like it just, it's different. Like it's you respect. respect. Yeah. 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 No, I love it. I love it. Um, and then in personal news, Eric and I talked to our realtor today and we're thinking about selling our house like early next year to move back up to Ohio. And I'm really excited about that. Um, as much as I loved living in Charleston and like South Carolina for the weather, and obviously for you, Flex, it's time to move back up home and just like be near family, be near closer to friends and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot moving a house because I've never moved a house before. So that's going to present its own challenges, but we're ready to go back to home where we are. That's awesome. I'm really excited for you to be more like more near LOL, but nearer to us and be able to uh, engage in some of the things that we get to do together, um, and have you here. And that's going to be awesome. It seems like everybody's coming up here. Like I, there's a few people that haven't like announced that they're coming up here. So I'm not going to name any names, but there's more people that are coming, uh, to, well, more nearer to, uh, Avon Lake. I don't know how near you're going to be probably be more towards Columbus. I would assume it's about like, depending on who's driving like two and a half, three hours, which I mean, it's still a drive, but it's, I mean, it's better than 10, 10 and a half, 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, you know, at least you'll be a drivable distance, um, to be able to come and visit and do what you do. So it's, it's going to be really nice. Um, but it's nice. It's cool to see people like want to be here. Like I had a couple athletes these past few weeks come visit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so in total, I've seen in person, four of my athletes, which is amazing. Cause I've only been here since July. So that's what, like three months, four months. I don't even know. Four months. Four. Yeah. I'm I'm like counting my fingers. Four months. So like, I, I, I think that that's a blessing that people even like, they, they feel comfortable enough to like fly all the way out here for people that like, they've never met in their life. And it's like, it's just cool. It's just cool. Cause I'm like meeting my athletes and we're able to like connect in person instead of like, and I have the space to do it. Right. Like, so when I lived in Cali, I didn't, even if I could do that, I didn't have the space to do it. Like I didn't have the space to host someone mm-hmm. and to make them feel comfortable. And, you know, even like 
getting them to a gym would be like annoying because it was like not my gym, but here it's like, I can have my athletes come, they can train and meet. It's like a resort. It's like a little, like little Tom Nick train resort kind of like yeah. where they come and like just chill and hang out and be bodybuilders and see what it's like for us day to day. Cause our day to day is different than a lot of people in on planet earth, like just in general, working from home and being coaches and bodybuilding all day. It's kind of like, it's just very different. Um, so they get to see that lifestyle and see what we get to do. And that's really nice for them. Um, it's even sparked some career changes for a couple of them, um, which is amazing. Like that's awesome. So yeah, it makes me happy. Yeah. There's something special about Ohio because I think you have to leave Ohio in order to really appreciate the culture and environment that's there. Because when I was, I mean, I lived in Ohio all of my life and I wanted nothing more than to get the fuck out of this cornfield. And I didn't even live in a cornfield, but I just yeah. you know, thought of Ohio like that. And then we leave and we visit family periodically. And I'm like, shit. Well, that's how I felt about California the first time I left. Like I really appreciated it once I left. But yep. then when I left here, there were also things that I missed about it. And there's always going to be parts of where you decide to stay. I think that you're going to look back and be like, oh, I kind of missed that. Like, mm -hmm. but I think that the it's the people that really make it. So like, you know, the similar things between California and Ohio that I've noticed is that both states are very prideful about like where they are. So like Cali people, you know how California people are. They're like, oh my God, I'm, we live in California. <laughs> and like, you know, it's, that's how it's always been. But Ohio is very similar. It's like people that are from here are like super prideful about this place because it is also a great place to live. And it's okay. I do accept like, it's okay to have homes yeah. instead of just one home. Um, and it's okay that maybe one day I might want to go back home to California. And if not, like, that's fine too, but mm -hmm. I don't have like a plan in my head. Like when I first got out here, I had a plan in my head. Okay. I'll be here five years. And then I'll, and then I started to really be happy. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to go back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's it, when you're moving locations, there's a lot of like acceptance of the move itself and then acceptance of the new like community you're in and then like all of that like there's so it's so much more than just picking up your things and leaving it's a lot like I cried the first two weeks I was here yeah. like even though I was completely happy I was just like damn like you know you you go through these phases of like mourning and and all of that um so I had to like rewire rewire my brain um to look at this place as home as well Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like I'm excited, but there's also a part of me that's going to miss being here. Cause obviously like we developed a life down here. We developed friends down here. Like this is our first house. And even though we've only lived here for a year, like it's still our first actual physical house that we bought together. And it's always going to be special to us. But at the same time, like Ohio is always going to be home and maybe eventually in 30 years, we might want to come back to Charleston because it is a very special place. But at the end of the day, like home is wherever you make it home. And so wherever you're at and you want it to be your home with the right intentions and the right community, it'll feel like home. It may take some time and you may need to grieve the previous place that you were at because that's totally okay and totally normal. But there's just something about Ohio. Like the slogan is find it here. 
And I like that it's it because it's very open to interpretation. And whatever you need to find, you will find it in Ohio. As cheesy as that fucking is. Like, it's just true. It's so true. I mean, I found it twice. Yes. Here. Like, like for those of you that don't like know, like I used to live in Ohio for a couple of years and I got what I needed. And I really thought it was just like a stepping stone. I really thought it was just like, oh, I'm going to go there for a couple of years and like I'll leave and I'll go back home. And um, I actually learned so much about myself doing that because I did it on my own and I really didn't know anyone. So like the second time I came back, I knew people and I had a community already to come home to, but the first time I didn't have that. So I had to create it. And that was the preliminary of me creating the community that I have now, because had I not moved to Athens, I wouldn't know the people that I do now at all. There was no way we were ever going to cross paths. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I didn't meet Mark, but I knew of him and he did go to my first show. Uh, He was part of a friend group that I was like involved with, but not like completely. I just talked to them here and there. Um, And so that was like the stepping stone of me being able to actually connect. And then with Ashley, like I wouldn't have known Ashley. I wouldn't have met her had I not worked at Ping. So like, you know, like I, it's just, it's crazy how life works like that. Um, But both times I had to grieve and both times I was still sad. Both times I was still happy. Like it was a new beginning. And then I also like, you know, found a new level for myself than I did the previous. So like, it's, it's crazy. Life is really crazy. It is. It is. And then we have one car that we went and wanted to fix him all up to sell because this car has been in Eric's family since they bought it in 1999. And it's got over like 338,000 miles on it. And I know it's old, it's an old car, but it still works. But then we took it to get the oil changed and they're like, yeah, these parts are missing like gaskets or whatever, which gaskets are pretty cheap parts, but they were like, yeah, but you'll probably have to remove the transmission to, in order to like put these parts on. And whenever you like drop a transmission out, that's like $1,500, which is like the value of the car. So I'm like, we're probably just going to have to take it to like a, a scrapyard, which is so sad. It's like a family heirloom. It's a classic car at this point, but we're like, shit, it's not doing anything not on our driveway. If it's, if it's not worth like keeping keeping it up then it's just like yeah sorry because <laughs> yeah. fuck your feelings but it's got to go so. I know I know it's just it's it's a it's just a money pit at this point with like insurance and shit so we're just we want to give it like a viking funeral at a scrapyard and just like 21 gun salute and let it go off Aww. into the sunset <laughs> well that's good yeah I um I it's funny because I actually bought a car in Cali for when I go visit and then I no, and then I uh decided I didn't care to visit so I got rid of it oh I see you (laughs) yeah so no that's that's like what this place has done to me like I don't even want to go because at first I thought I would go visit home like at least two months out of the year so I'm like I'm gonna need to be able to train and all that two months is a long time um so I, I did that and I was just like, you know, I don't even think I care enough. So I got rid of it. And it's like, yeah, that's my car news. <laughs> like, like within, within maybe two weeks, I was like, yeah, I don't think I need this. <laughs> You're like, peace, Audi. <laughs> Audi, yeah. No, that's awesome. So yeah, moving, selling, growing, lots, drinking. Lots, 
life changes. Um, definitely. I also have a timeline for potentially competing. I guess I could, I guess I could divulge. Yeah. I would love to hear more about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I told you I'm gonna have, oh, I'm getting my boobs done in T minus, uh, five and a half weeks. So big titty Brits coming. Um, and I'm excited about that. I would, the thing is, is that like, we would have prolonged my growth phase had I not needed to, well, not needed to, but had I not like scheduled my surgery for November 11th. Um, but because we're doing that, we're going to pull back, have a little maintenance phase in that some inflammation will come down. Um, probably some body fat will come down, but we're not trying to, but we're really just trying to maintain what we've already made, um, during this growth phase. And then, after surgery, after recovering, we will probably, we'll see. I'm just, I'm, I don't want to give timelines, but ideally I would go into another growth phase and then go ahead and contest prep shortly after having like a small maintain phase between then. Right. And so that would put us toward the fall for next year, um, which is not what I thought it would be. I thought I would actually be prepping much earlier than that, but I'm actually okay with that because I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm happy. Like I was telling, I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, I could honestly live like this forever. Mm -hmm. Like I could be completely happy doing my thing. I could honestly just do bodybuilding the way I do it now forever. Um, I haven't been in a contest prep in so long that I don't even know what that intensity feels like anymore. Um, it's really difficult for me to even imagine me doing that. But all I know is that if, if my coach told me it'd be another two years, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like, cause I'm so used to it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so used to this and it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Like once you, I think I've reached a certain level of athlete maturity and you're like wanting to actually grow and respect the sport, then it's like, fuck, like I could be in my, you know, off season forever and just be happy as a clam. And like, obviously when you do like your mini cuts and health phases and you see yourself start to lean down you see some lines, you're like, oh fuck, I'm looking good. I could see a contest prep, but then you're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. but I could also grow again. And you're like, ah, shit, I'd rather grow. (laughs) Cause like, that's how I am. It's like growth. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, like that's essentially, I always tell people like the off season is essentially what bodybuilding is. So if you love bodybuilding, there should be no problem with you being in the off season. Like, honestly, like there should be no problem for you to be able to stay consistent. If you love the sport, a lot of times people just like to be in contest prep because they like it for social media purposes Mm -hmm. to be able to post things. Like, let's be honest because you, I know you feel like shit. Like I, I know you don't feel the best. Like (laughs) like so yes there is that like kind of personal development process of like contest prep but most of the time people just want to be lean they just want to be smaller they just want to fit clothes better but like you're bodybuilding so like you can't be wishful of other things when you're like already in it to to I guess to win it like (laughs) you know like it just rhymes I don't know but yeah but that's 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 how I feel I just think that like I love bodybuilding so much that I moved across the country for it. Mm-hmm. So it, there would be no problem for me to stay this way. Cause it's like, that's what I did. And that's what I love to do. So it is what it is. 
but I'm still excited for you to compete though, because like you've been, I know how hard you've been working for the past, like five. I mean, when the last time you competed was what, 2019, 2018? Yeah. No, because you competed for, for, um, nationals, like some national show. So yeah. The that? USA's in 2019. 2019, but still, so three, by the time you compete again, like a four year off season. No, oh wait, no, this year would be for the fourth year. So like four and a half, almost five years of like solid growth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Like you're going to come out, like the Leo's going to come out on you and like, you're just going to like fuck shit up. I'm, I'm excited just to see what's underneath all mm-hmm. of this. Um, I'm also I want to see what I'm like reversing properly too. Yeah. Like I wonder if that would have changed things in terms of my growth and how fast I did grow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I know that I'm not nervous about like even posing and stuff. Like I'm, I practice it every day anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's, there are things that previously I stressed out about so much that I don't stress out about it all now. So I'm just like, I wonder what it will feel like, um, to get back into that. So I'm, I'm excited too. I just think that, you know, it's been a long time and my physique is just so different than it was when I competed the first time. Like my mom sends me pictures of it all the time. And I'm just like, that's just, it's not even me anymore. Like like, it's not even me. (laughs) So it's like, I don't even want to post old pictures anymore because it's like, it's I'm so far beyond that that just it's whatever. Trust me, I get that because I had no business competing twice. Like I competed once, that was my first show. I could I should have just like wrapped it up, but I wanted to compete in Ohio to have family go because my first show was in South Carolina. But I had no business competing again. Like I wish I would have just like taken the judges' feedback of hey, great stage presence, but you need to put on some muscle mass. But no, I was like, I want to compete again, got even leaner. And again, I was also vegan at the time. And so like doing a, a natty vegan prep, like I just, Ooh. I just, it was just, sounds, it sounds hell, hellish, hellish, it was hellish. <laughs> it was, oh my God, like got down to, I think the leanest I ever got down to was like one eleven at five foot seven. Yeah. Your recovery, like, especially when you're vegan, just tanks so much faster um, then when you're not, I mean, it's, it's the reality of it. I know a lot of you that listen, like might be vegan or might be plant-based, but your recovery process is going to be so much more like, it's like a down, it's like a slope, like you're, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then you get to this point and it's just like, it just tanks. It's like, at least that's my observation of it. Like, it's just, it's almost like you're good, you're good, you're good. And then you get to this point, um, and your recovery, it's just, Yep. Down, down, down from there. And it's, it takes a long time to get it back. Um, Mm -hmm. once you're reversing and all of that, it takes longer than it would for somebody who is not plant-based, um, to regain a lot. I mean, it took a lot and you're still working on hormonal health and things like that. Like because of the stress from a previous prep, Mm -hmm. that's a lot. That's, it's been a long time. So yeah. Another reason why I'm in no hurry to get back on stage. Like I just want to take the love of the sport very seriously and just build up the body and have fun in my off season. And, you know, like obviously do other contest preps for my athletes. And I know you're feeling the same way to kind of like live vicariously through them just a little bit, but like 
fuck your timeline in terms of like your own actual bodybuilding journey, because that's like the biggest regret I probably have is like always having this timeline in my mind and not focusing on the journey, but being so hyper-focused on this like arbitrary destination that I wanted in my mind. Because when I let go of that timeline, I felt truly free and I could truly love just the sport and love life and be genuinely happy, like genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that my prep, the pressure I gave myself in terms of like a timeline was because I, I was like addicted to the stress of, of the prep. So like after my first prep, I like started to reverse and I felt all that stress come down and I started freaking out. And I was like, I'm not doing enough. Like, there's no way I'm working hard enough. You have a skewed idea of what hard work is like when you're in a contest prep, because you have so much going on that you have to check off every single day. That has to be a certain way. Like it it has to be a certain way, the way that you do it, Mm -hmm. um, because there is an optimal and there is a way to not be optimal. There's difference between doing it and doing it. And things that you would vary in an off season, you can't really vary in a contest prep. Like, and you, you have a, a certain amount of time to get that done, to get your condition finished and done to get you ready for the show. Cause there's that added pressure. So mm-hmm. like, I liked feeling stressed out and I didn't realize that I liked feeling stressed out. Um, so I, I like got into a contest prep again without even like regaining my period back. Yeah. And my, but my coach didn't say anything. He didn't care. Um, so I, yeah. And it's, it's sad, but like, as you mature, you realize like what your limits are and what is important for you to stress out about and what's not important for you to stress out about. So like take it or leave it. Yeah. No, like, and that comes also with setting boundaries for yourself, like for any self like improvement books. Like for me, I listened to the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And that was a recommendation from Leah. And like, obviously it was very crude language, which is why, like, I loved it, but it was so eye opening. It was like choosing to whether like choosing to actually give a fuck about certain things and letting go others that like, don't serve you. And I was like, huh, like, never really thought of it like that. And life has been so much better because if something happens, like I really ask myself, like, do you actually care about this? Yes or no? No. Okay. It is what it is. Let it go. And it's like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. mind blowing freedom achieved. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> but yeah, bright futures ahead, like 20 it's what, how many more months of the year? Three, two, October, November, December. So three more months of the year. And then that's crazy. So much has changed in se- in that amount of time. Like that's nuts to think about. Cause it just, it feels like it was just the holidays. Like it feels like it was just 2021 mm-hmm. and I had, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like time, it feels like is going by so much faster than what it has been in my life. And you know what? I was actually looking, I was reading something. I can't remember what it was, but It was about like perception of time as you get older and it becomes faster, like because you have more to do and you have more thing, like you have more to fill in your day. Um, And so you're picky and choosy about like you're you basically get better at filtering out like what what doesn't matter. Whereas when you're a child, like you are 
kind of like it's like almost like your brain has like these antennas and you're taking in a lot of information so time feels like it's longer but you also have less to do you also have less responsibility um so things feel a lot different when you're younger versus when you're older. And I feel like now that I've like had so much go on in the past year, I definitely feel like, <laughs> like it's like time goes by so much faster. Yeah. Like we've been doing this podcast for a little over a year now. And I literally remember us doing like a podcast on how to handle like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And now it's like that time of year again, where it's like, oh my God, we might have to do another one. We, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I bet you what we said last year to some extent, yes, is true, but I bet you we've learned so much about ourselves and like, like even the post you literally made today about like not sweating, like your sugar-free condiments, like that maturity and that level of just growth, you know, we can apply to, you know, an updated episode to share with people like where we're personally at. And that's going to be so valuable. Yeah. Like if I would have continued some of the practices that I did when I was first competing, I would not be here. Like I would not have survived bodybuilding. And that happens to a lot of people where Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, like I'm going to be perfect in every single thing. Like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying to have urgency, but please have urgency about the right and important things. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you have urgency about little things that honestly don't fucking matter, you will get burnt out. And if I would have continued some of the things that I did when I was like, even a year ago, if I would have continued some of those things, like it wouldn't be as happy as I am right now. So I had to like, take a step back and say like, what do I like and what works for me instead mm-hmm. of like what I see everybody else doing and what works for her and him and them, like, it doesn't really matter. It, it, it matters what works for me. And yep. if it, whatever works for me gets me to that status that I want to be at fine. Um, and if it doesn't fine, like, you know, like it's like, I'm not going to put a timeline on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it would be like, even when I see old posts of like what I've posted, I'm like, oh, I can totally rewrite that. Cause I've learned something else, you know, it's, but that's how it's supposed to be. Like, you're supposed to know more shit about fuck as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's my favorite fucking, like, just phrase ever I love it I love it I think that's a great place to end it there like next week we'll have either a special guest or a new topic but I really like shooting the shakes it's nice for us just to catch up but then also allow people kind of like a sneakity peekity into like what's going on behind the scenes because like we can obviously only show so much a sneakity yeah a sneakity peekity <laughs> that should be the title sneakity peekity 2020 like a <laughs> oh my gosh no but i'm excited for you to get boobies boobies are fun oh yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna be a very sexy woman i mean i'm already sexy but like i'm gonna be like extra sexy extra sensual extra you're gonna have cleavage i'm gonna have have to wash your shirts more you're gonna notice when you're eating shit's gonna like fall on your tits like you can see where i've spilled coffee i would have never spilled coffee on my tits like five years ago. I just would have been falling on my shorts. I would have been like, oh, that sucks. You will have to wash your shirts so much fucking more. You'll be like, God damn, is that hot sauce? And you'll like lick it off. Like, yep, that's hot sauce. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lick it off. No, like I'm, I'm not like, I'm actually excited to take the break from training. I'm probably need it. Like I haven't had a 
break more than, well, I did have a week break in March and that's how, that's how little I do this because I can tell you when I've had training breaks, Mm -hmm. but like I had a week break in March and before then I had, um, I hadn't had a break like that since 2014, uh, 2013. So I probably need to have more time off. And that's it. See, that's another thing about becoming more mature as an athlete is that like you, you are, you allow yourself to do things that you were not allowing yourself to do before. So that's some good stuff right there. I'm excited for like the recovery process and like to share it with people and all of that. So that'd be nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening in. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.